Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You tell him, Peter Marr. Yeah, baby, indeed. That is four or five straight victories. Five straight victories for the Calgary Flames. We're in the win column, baby. Grant Chung here, Chris Sardina. How we doing, co-host Chris? Oh, fantastic as usual, Grant. Fantastic. Living my best life. Living your best life, just like the Flames are doing. Oh, yeah. Rolling. Boys are rolling. That's mm-hmm. uh, uh, an amazing West Coast California road trip in years past that has crippled us, literally. Oh. But this year, we swept them. Swept them! And what do you know? Old Granty boy predicted the four-two score in Anaheim. I was. We. I think we determined that I was three and a half out of five. Right. Lucky on guess. those three and a Lucky half. Guess. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Only three and a half because Tyler Toffoli only scored one goal instead of the two. Um, and mm-hmm. Blake Coleman was held off the scoreboard as well. But you know. I'd say that's pretty impressive. Almost, yeah, not yeah. quite, not quite. I'll, I'll give them this. I'm not quite as as impressive as a sweep of the California teams, but damn, um, the Flames played real well against all the California teams, including Seattle. Um, where do you want to start? I mean, the, those California teams. It's it's been a while. It's it's been a whole week since we've chatted last, Flames fans. So um, you know. We've let that percolate for a little while, but those two games against Seattle's Johnny had a chance to break and tie his 99 point season um, in Seattle, but I think he was holding off. He, he didn't get any points in that one in that game, but he held off and was able to do it at home. So uh, where do you want to start, uh, Chris, with all of that? Yeah, I guess we could start. Well, the California. Yeah, I was kind of surprised to hear that we've never swept them there gone through never that, that was the first time in history which is uh 
Yeah, that's surprising. I I guess Anaheim, you know, everyone knows that has been a Flames fan. That place was a death death zone. Yes. It was 20-some-odd straight losses. I think the current record for the most losses at, consecutively at a single arena. Yeah, the old <laughs> is, Honda is Center. Flames. Yeah, the Honda Center, yeah. Uh, but now we've won four in a row there. So, uh, yeah, I could use another 16 wins there in a row. That'd be, that'd be sick. Uh, I don't know yeah. if that's going to happen, but um, <laughs> it'd be pretty unlikely <laughs> for it to happen and then swap around. But, uh, yeah, so that was happy. Happy to see three wins there i hate those teams too they're always a pain yep especially because they're not like supposed to be good and mm-hmm. we just still especially in years past like when they were kind of not great anymore we still struggle especially san jose we still kind of struggled with this year but we finally managed to beat them um kick the bucket yeah kick the bucket and then uh, yeah seattle games will be won so and five game win streak that kind of happened fast hey it's like out of the blue yeah. Yeah. Last week we were talking about, we were lamenting the fact that the Flames had lost three straight and they did end up winning against LA. That was a huge W for the boys. And I think that obviously kicked off this, their victor, their, their road sweep. Cause I mean, um, I think the guys on uh, Sportsnet said it right. I mean, they had been at home for a while. They were, they played what, two, six, at least six games straight at home um they were in calgary for a long time and uh you know that obviously having time at home is great but you know you you, you can get a little uh comfortable and i think yeah. that's what they that's what happened um they got a little comfortable and obviously they were routed against well i guess they weren't really routed in any of the games but you know they lost to better teams um but they showed that they could swing with the best of them uh, during that road trip. And I mean, Seattle. Okay. Why are we not? I, okay. Where is your head at in this? The the Daryl Sutter way, right? If you're healthy, you're playing. Don't care about rest. If, you know, your arm right. isn't broken, you're in the game. Right. What, where, where do you, what do you think about that? Like, should we be playing Markstrom? every single game until the end of the season or I mean, it, you know it's such an interesting argument there's cases for resting your goalie i think we should because you know he he hasn't looked great like he's been kind of tapering a little bit and like the specifically the areas that i notice that he's tapering is like focus like yeah just like goals that he should save like he does save when he's like 100% like stuff like slipping through his five hole or, you know, just slightly going under his pad or just an odd rebound or, you know, it looks like maybe he gets bailed out by a post here or there because he was just a little bit slow. Like I think those things can be attributed to fatigue because, yeah, he's been playing a ton of hockey. And Vladar is like, you know, Vladar's played fine for a backup, right? Like he's stepped in yeah. and been capable and there's been no issues on – from my perspective on how he's played. So well, he, in fact, he, he in fact stepped in and won the game for the flames at home when he should have started in the first fucking place. Yeah. In my like, opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think Vladar could have had a start there. It's Seattle, right? Like this is a team that 
is out of the playoffs and they're just fighting for you know positions basically next year and just showing showing off to the boss. They have nothing to play for really. Yeah. So why why not? I mean, they they did have a sweep to play for, I guess. But I mean, like Sutter's kind of funny too because he always has these like phrases that I don't think actually people care about. I think he just says to the media to like get them thinking about other things. Like he's like, oh, Kraken doesn't want to get swept in the media. I don't know if you saw that media. I didn't know thing, but he's like, oh yeah, you know the Kraken. Uh, you don't want to get swept by a division team in the regular season. I'm like, like I guess. I don't think they really care. Like I just like in a regular season, like why would the like if I was a hockey player, I'm like, oh, we've lost every time to them. Like, oh, we get better, we better win this game because you know a sweep matters in the regular season. Yeah. <laughs> like I told but he made it seem like it was such a like a Big thing. Deal. Like they were gonna like try super hard. I don't mean that to to be fair to the Kraken, they they looked pretty good. Or did the Flames just look really bad the first two periods? I don't know, but I think, um, yeah, they, they seemed a little, they were definitely sluggish coming off of that road trip. Um, and, I mean, they had two days off, which was, I think, the first time in a little while. Um, they seemed to be playing, like, every other game or every other day uh, for a while there before, I think, making up for the postponed games uh, from earlier in the season. Yeah. But, uh yeah, I mean, they, they started off real sluggish. Um, I was a little worried, actually, because uh, they were up, I think, um, they were up pretty quick. Yeah, it was, they, they scored pretty first goal. Uh, Ryan Donato uh, plucked that in, and then Matthew Kachuk, of course, with the great tip in front of the net. Um, yeah. Noah Hannafin's having a time right now. Good for him to see uh, Hannafin starting to play with a little bit more offensive flair, but then yeah, two quick ones in the second period. Um, well, they weren't quick, but two goals by the Seattle Kraken in the second period made a three, one for Seattle in which that was when Markstrom was pulled. But I mean, I, I think he let in, I mean, he only let in, he only made 12 saves, 15 shots. He let in three goals. You know? No. Yeah. Like two of them weren't great. Like yeah. the one, the one was a cross ice pass but like he was there he just lifted his leg it was kind of unlucky too but again like a little fatigue thing right like you know like he's it's like a little detail you know keep your pad on the ice if you're sliding otherwise the pad's not doing much really for low low shots so um yeah that one and then that five hole goal was i think it was the third one uh was was brutal so yeah that was, that was a bad goal because it wasn't even a hard shot five hole it was like it was it was a pass. Even Rudy and Rudy rarely calls out goalies because he is as famously known as a former goalie. So yes, he's usually got the goalies' backs. But he even he was saying like eh, eh. <laughs> he looked he looked tired. Yeah, like no, like no screen. Like it was <laughs> it was slow, and I just slipped through. His stick wasn't there. Like I don't know what uh, his stick was, uh, but. Yeah, not great. And yeah, he stayed in for the period, but you know, and Daryl Sutter in the post game was like, Yeah, it's yeah, I was trying to give the boys energy, you know. It's like, oh no, you're pulling Markstrom because he was bad. <laughs> and they shouldn't they should have been losing. Like the flames were also horrible. Like they were really bad. They were getting worked and we were basically in our zone the entire yeah. two periods. Like they they yeah. it was quite pathetic actually. Like they were I, I don't know if I've seen them that flat. After mm -hmm. two periods, like it was, it wasn't a great start. And I was texting you, and I was like, "This is 
This is what I worry bad. about. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, I look at this, I'm like, man, like, this is bad. Like, you know, this should be easy, but uh, it's not. It never is. And they obviously thought it was easy. And uh, But the pull and, uh, and the third period, you know, they keep the winning streak alive. They put their boots on. A couple lucky penalties. I think that was huge, that four-on-three power play. Like, mm-hmm. I'm very fortunate because they just needed a little sniff of victory. I think if if the Kraken had killed that off, we were going to lose that game for sure. Um, yeah. But they snuck in a, a nice four-on-three power play goal. Chuck with a nice little fortunate goal, but it was good quick play to just shoot it at the net after it deflected off and – uh, that was, you know, three two, and then Mangiapane just, you know, finally, finally broke broke his slump. <laughs> God, it's a long time. Like that, over ten games is a long time to not score. Yeah, for a guy who's supposed to be a, a very good goal scorer. But on that play, yeah. Connor Mackey got his first point of the season um, mm-hmm. as a Calgary Flame, which was amazing. Connor Mackey, what a story for him as well. I've liked the way he plays. I mean, he's. Wearing that number three reminds me of the old Dion Phaneuf back there. Oh, God. Uh, Not quite as bad, not quite as bad in his own zone um, as old Dion was, but he kind of has the same kind of body shape and it's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, But yeah, been very impressed with Connor Mackey so far. Uh, You know, free agent signing uh, out of college. So he's, he's come a long way. I'm curious. Yeah, like I don't know what to make of him, Grant. I, uh, I think that we the team definitely met, like I mean we had three regulars out for a little bit there, and then now mm-hmm. we had two with Cabranson and Shillington, and uh, the team feels it <laughs> sometimes because I think yeah, uh, like Stone and um, who's the other one there? Mackie are, are fine. Like they can step in. But I think a lot of those, especially in that last Seattle game, I'm like, uh, I feel like Shillington would have just carried it out of the zone there or made a better pass. Or, um, so not necessarily defending worse, but like when they get the puck on their stick, uh, even Gabranson and Shillington, I think they make better decisions and uh, get the puck out because that can get you hemmed in sometimes if you're not paying attention or... Yeah. you know. Yeah, I mean, so... I, would, I would definitely rather have chili on step in the lineup but i mean if you need a guy to just kind of plug in there um michael stone and connor Mackey are are fine um stone yeah. has made a big impact i would say on the power play i mean he's actually got a shot that can hit the net uh it's I, just a weapon. two out of five times yeah it's 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 no. an extra yeah it, it gets the opposition thinking about it and that's really all you need, right? I mean, yeah. it's it's really opened up. I mean, Noah Hannafin ended up scoring a power play goal. Um, I don't think it's coincidence that as soon as Michael Stone stepped in the lineup that, you know, all of a sudden Noah Hannafin has is, is upped his, uh, his offense. Rasmus Anderson's been chipping in with a bunch of assists as well. Uh, so I, I think just with the presence of Michael Stone, um, you know, I, I think that kind of draws people away from the other guys and that opens up more ice time or more ice for those guys to operate in uh, just because they need to now defend Michael Stone's shot. Uh, so that just gives them a little bit more time on the back end to to do something with it. Yeah, I think so too. I agree. Like it's a, yeah, it's a 
he's he's relevant back there on the power play, especially right. Mm-hmm. Can't leave him open. Like people, teams have left him open, and he's scored. Like if he has so much time to take that slap shot and actually aim it, if it hits the net, like it's beating a lot of goalies. It's just because it's you know it's over ninety miles an hour. Like it's mm-hmm. quite hard. Like uh, people don't NHL is you know the hard shot competitions you'll see like over hundred miles an hour, but they, you know they're winding up from center. So if you can get a over 90 miles an hour shot in the NHL Standing in game still. time. Yeah. Goalies, you see, like they can't really <laughs> do much of it. If, it, <laughs> if it's not hitting them, they're, they're, they're probably not going to save it if it's hitting the, if it's hitting the net. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's a weapon and he has six points, I think six points in 10 games, something like that. So he's been really good on that power play unit. Like it's tough to say. And, uh, Poor Valimaki again, you know, can't, <laughs> can't see the ice. But, I mean, hey, you know what? He's got he's to gotta earn it. I don't know if it's there for him this year. I think next year, um, you know, next year is the time for him to, to maybe, you know, have a good another good offseason summer training, like really train hard and then come back. And after a year in the AHL, maybe he's ready finally to, to step back in. But I think Stone's been really good for us there but i'm well be very happy to have shillington and gabranson back i think uh gabranson's coming back tonight yes i yeah i'm not sure what the pairings are for tonight but uh i i, I can imagine i can imagine that he'll probably be back in he's been out for a little while i mean he was injured for a little bit right i don't even know what did he get hurt with i guess it wasn't even i don't even know i thought it was something like a lower body injury maybe oh uh. I know what Shillington's hurt with because <laughs> he face planted into the boards. But yeah, that's... maybe it was just from that. Maybe he was feeling some <laughs> lingering to... effects. Just trying Shillington from that from the injury. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what injuries are bound to catch up with you. The Flames have been notoriously healthy all year. Yeah. Uh, so. No, yeah, that's true. Actually, we have been very lucky in in the. Yeah. Uh, in the injury department, I mean, you, you know, you, you look at the other team that we're playing tonight. Mark, Mike, Mark Stone, not Michael. Michael is our guy. Yes, but Mark Stone is back in the lineup after missing an extended period of time. I don't know how they were able to finagle him into. They put three players on LTIR. Okay. Three. Did they? Yes. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Well, uh, maybe for, maybe we'll. Yeah. We'll we'll bring that up in in uh, in just a second after the break here, but uh, yeah, after the break, let's talk about Johnny's hundred point season, uh, and then uh, yeah, a, a bit more scandalous uh, moves by the Vegas Golden Knights to get Mark Stone back. But stick with us; we'll be right back after this. This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. This episode of Blasty's Corner is brought to you by DraftKings. Two titles are up for grabs on the stacked UFC 273 fight card. Join the action with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the UFC. New customers can bet $5 on any fighter and get $100 in free bets, win or lose, guaranteed. If Sportsbook isn't available in your province, you can still get in on the excitement. Everyone can play for a share of millions in prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy MMA contests. Draft your lineup of fighters while staying under the salary cap and rack up points for strikes, takedowns, and more. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. 
Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, throw down $5 on UFC 273, and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code THPN this Saturday at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the UFC. 21 plus restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Now back to the show. This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. And welcome back. So as we mentioned uh, before we left on break that the the biggest Golden Knights did some uh, did some cap finagling to get old Mr. Mark Stone, Captain Mark Stone with his, what was it, 10 million? 9 million. 9 million? 9.5. 9.5, yeah, 9.5 million dollar uh, contract into into uh, cap compliance. Um, <laughs> yeah. So do you? I hope uh, they miss. I really hope they miss. I the really hope they miss the playoffs too. I mean, it's tonight's game is going to be huge for that. Uh, I think if we can. Yeah, it will be. They're three points back, eh? So and and uh, Dallas has a game in hand. Yeah. Uh, so. Let's not forget Vancouver too. I'm 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 hoping Vancouver's Vancouver. I I would much rather <laughs> play Vancouver in the Vancouver's first round done. than any other team. To be honest, there's I mean, no even way if they Vancouver were going in on a high. Nashville. There's no way they're well, they're seven points back with <laughs> only eight left, <laughs> and Nashville has a game in hand. There's no chance. It's not happening. They're still done. mathematically possible. Yeah, of course. I mean, they have to win out, basically, probably. Yeah. Even if they win out, they don't have a necessarily a guaranteed chance. So, yeah. Like, yeah. When, they... when my actually, when my wife, when my wife heard that they still had, they weren't mathematically eliminated. She was like, "Yeah, that basically means that they're eliminated." <laughs> yeah. As so, soon as they say you're still mathematically in it, that means you're out. So here's here's the here's the tale of the tape. So Vancouver, if they to get in that first wild card spot, which is where we'd play them, um, they have 82 points, 74 games played. If they win out, they will have 98 points. Nashville only has to win four games out of the last uh, nine, <laughs> so to to eliminate that, it's it's not insignificant. And that's yeah, if Vancouver that's if Vancouver wins. <laughs> Uh, nine straight or eight game. straight, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, which they could. I mean, hey, it's not impossible. Yeah, crazier highly, things have happened. It's highly unlikely. Yeah, it's probably right. crazier good. things have happened. Yeah, I didn't know. Uh, Maggie, Maggie, is she a Canucks fan? Must be, I guess. No, no, no. She just heard, overheard when I had like I don't know, Sports Center on or something. Oh, um, okay. sure. Yeah, sure. she just overheard the, the anchors talking about it, and she's like, "Oh, that probably means." Whenever I hear that, that means that they're pretty much out so you know they're done yeah but anyway do you want to go over how the vegas golden knights were able to finagle who did they put on ltir so they put laurent brassois who is two and a half million okay william carrier who's 1.4 and nolan patrick who's 1.2 so they put on uh five million uh and i think they still had some room because they had a bunch of other players still on on mm-hmm. ltir as well uh, so yeah, and they put an additional five million on, so they must have had four and a half million of space, and uh, yeah, squeezed them in. But uh, yeah, Riley Smith can't come back to the playoffs. Like none of these players obviously can come back to playoffs, and 
Sutter had a had a beef to pick with that to the media too. He's it was kind of a little shady comment. He just said, uh, you know, of course they're contenders. They have a hundred million dollar payroll, so <laughs> uh, which is true, <laughs> basically. You know, like 93, 92 million, I guess he 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 bumped it up a little bit, but uh, yeah. No, I mean, yeah, it's it's bullshit. I wish the GMs had come to some sort of agreement on on playoffs because yeah, like well, you could just LTAR players. To hide the cap, like I don't even know, are these players actually hurt? Like, it's, yeah, like, where's the where's the checks and balances on this? Like, yeah, there has to be some be... sort of system. Otherwise, yeah, you can just say someone's hurt and put them on LTIR. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I don't I don't understand. I mean, I I understand that you don't want it to be public knowledge, because um, part of that is is for the player safety as well. Uh, you know, you don't want anybody targeting the injured area when they return from an injury, because obviously a lot of the times they come back and they're playing hurt. Um, but at the same time, yeah, like what is the extent of this injury that we're putting this guy on the LTIR for? Like, did he have a cramp in his foot? And they're like, <laughs> oh, shit. Well, he can't play. So we better put his $5 million contract on the LTIR. He's out for at least like four uh, yeah, days I mean, that's long term yeah that's i mean crazy. i kind of i don't know i'm just you know curious <laughs> yeah you know like it, it, it there's got to be like i'm sure there is um i don't know what it would be like you know is is there a guy that they have to call and like do they have or does the league just trust the team's doctors you know and if they just trust the team's doctors well that could be a slippery slope Right. So I don't know, man. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but all I'm saying is something shady. Oh, it's definitely shady. It's hundred percent shady. Hundred percent shady. Lots of haze. Lots of lots of casino smoke haze going on. Same thing that the lightning did, right? Like last year with Kucherov. Like you know, oh he's ready game one conveniently. Like, no way. (laughs) Like they milked it. Like it's (laughs) like like, yeah, I don't know. Like how how does that happen? Like how does that how do the people get away with it? Like I just they're clearly that doesn't happen unless there's clearly no checks and balances for that injured player. Like there's no verification with the NHL. Uh, it's totally on the word of the team. Like I, fir- I firmly believe it. And I don't because otherwise, there's no way Kucherov would have come back for game one. Totally, hundred mm-hmm. percent ready. He's practicing, obviously, because he was game speed. Yeah, no problems fitting in. So who knows how long he was practicing for? <laughs> Probably a while. Um, well, that's that. <clears throat> see, that's the other thing because you get reporters who are at the practices, make you know, checking out the lines and mm-hmm. you know, just reporting who's in, who's out, and you know, they obviously must have seen Kucherov practicing and if he was practicing you know maybe they probably would tell him that oh you know just try to practice and look like you're hurt um but <laughs> but like you know how it's do ridiculous. you it's ridiculous yeah it's ridiculous i just yeah that's all i have to say about that but yeah no they were playing them tonight though the knights yes um they're Eight technically games. cap compliant so uh, a legal yeah. nhl team technically <laughs> I really hope we beat them. I really, I really want to beat them because that will definitely put a hamper on their odds. Like if if we beat them tonight, in regulation, in regulation, it's got to be in regulation. Yeah, uh, then they're going to be. And if Dallas wins tonight, mm-hmm. they'll be five points back with Dallas having 
a game in hand and Vegas only having seven games left. Mm-hmm. So it would be a kind of a similar situation to Vancouver at that point, right? Like it would be Vegas could win. They could get up to 99 points, but Dallas would only have to win four games or so. So yeah, it would put a hamper on their chances for sure. Yeah. Go so go. let's yeah, absolutely <laughs> go flames. Go um, one guy to keep an eye on, obviously to make sure that this happens is Johnny Gaudreau, man. Johnny fucking hockey. Right. We haven't talked about him. Over 100 points. I mean, you know, that was obviously going to be, that wasn't a surprise. Um, what a game, though, by Johnny. Two assists. Uh, gets the 100th point on a, uh, I think it was an assist by on Matthew Kachuk's goal. One of Matthew uh, Yeah, goal. yeah, it was the power play. Yeah. And uh, uh, Jane and Guy Goudreau were in town along with, uh, I believe, his sister as well um, to to take that in. So, yeah, great, great night for the family. Um, Just, yeah, just what what a great what a great accomplishment. And, um, you know, I I think a lot of it, too, obviously comes from playing with Chucky and and Lindholm. But I mean, he always had this in him. Man, what just what a what a season for Johnny Gaudreau this year. Oh yeah, he's been, yeah, oh contract year, yes, shit. He might get what do you think he's gonna get paid? I'm hoping that he'll settle for like nine, nine and a half. That's what I'm hoping that we can sign him to. Like I'm hoping he'll take a bit of a discount. because uh, he has been here for eight years and uh I, I understand that, you know, that should entitle him to not taking a discount but at the mm-hmm. same time you want to win with with guys like you can't you can't win if you're just getting paid 13 million dollars um you know there's no room for anybody else you know we're, we're not the vegas golden knights we can't afford to have four or five guys with you know over eight million dollars um no yeah it's that's a tough thing it's we only have so much room, right? Like, and 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 a lot of Johnny's success too. Like, don't forget, has been because of Lindholm and, and Kachuk. Like, that's undeniable. Yeah. So, I mean, still though, Kachuk, you know, he's going to have a hundred points here too, probably, or hopefully, I guess mm-hmm. I should say, even though he's in the contract here as well. But I would like to see. I don't even know the last time the Flames had two hundred point players. I don't know if it's ever happened. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but that would be pretty unbelievable if that could happen i hope he hits that but yeah they've they've been a large part of his success but johnny has been the driver of that line like he's been you know night in night out very consistent very dangerous there hasn't been you know the classic johnny stretches like even in his other 99 point season Mm -hmm. he did most of his damage before the trade deadline like when monahan was healthy back when we had a healthy healthy monahan um like, yeah, they were they were unbelievable. They were on pace for I can't remember what it was, but like 130 some odd points or something back in that season in 2018. And then after the trade deadline, they taped off like they were less than a point per game. But Johnny has been consistent all year this year. Like, there's been no major lulls. I think his biggest is like a two or three game lull where he hasn't been able to put up a point. Yeah. Um, or two. 
you know, and that was kind of the case last night. I was like, oh, it could be two games, share two games with no points. It's going to get in his head, but then bam, two assists. Just like yep. that. <laughs> Great play on the empty net, too. Like it was, a, it was a good steal, and then he made a nice little deke and a pass to Kachuk, who put it in for the hat trick. Uh, yes, yeah. unselfish play by Johnny. So two points for him. And he deserves breaking 100. I'm glad he did it while his parents were there. But I think Sutter is right on this one. I don't think. Uh, the, the the family cares too much <laughs> about the hundred <laughs> points. I think they just were happy to be in Calgary. It was two years since they've been here. I think uh, he was saying uh, his dad, and uh, so I think they're just happy to see him in live. And play. Yeah. So, um, but as I see his his whole family there, Jane. It was kind of funny. Uh, did you see the the post game interview with the family? I did. Yeah. Yeah. It was very cute. <laughs> Yeah. You can tell they've been married for a long time. <laughs> he starts talking and she's like, oh, yeah, here we yeah. go. Here we <laughs> you go. can see it on her face. But, yeah. Uh, it was good. It was good to see. And uh, they tried to get Johnny to come in. His dad said he loved him. It was really corny. And, yeah. Uh, it was cute. It was very he, cute. Yeah, it was cute. It was just like, oh, man. So that happens to every adult, you know, not just, you know, me. <laughs> but, <laughs> of course. Uh, yeah. And then Johnny's just like, finish your interview. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just finish it up here. And, uh, yeah. Tell them to yeah. fuck off, basically, yeah. on TV. <laughs> but it was good. Uh, yeah, so. Yeah. yeah. What a beauty that amazing. is. National yep. treasure. Absolutely. Extend 13, man. This guy. Why don't we just do a la... Chicago Blackhawks, right? Patrick Kane and uh, they got ten million. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, oh. you, you give them. I, I more meant like give them uh, identical contracts. Yeah, I think so. I th- I think they could have the same contract for sure. Yeah, yeah, I think they should have the same contract. Actually, they're both as important. Like they're just as important to yeah. the team, like each individually, yeah. right? Yeah, in different ways, but yes. Yeah. Kachuk is offensive, but like, let's let's not mix it up. Like without Johnny, Kachuk isn't even close to 100 points this year. So. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but like, he's still a point per game player. I would say removed from him, uh, based on nothing, of course. But other than just me watching the, the Flames a lot, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, that would be nice. Yeah, same contract each. That would help with the cap too. Like. If, we can keep them to like nine point five. Like, I think they're going to be over ten, personally. Oh, if and they I, hit I, the open market, they're probably going. Yeah, well, that's a, that's at the thing, least right? ten like, to twelve. I would say like Johnny could Johnny can't like he can. Yeah. You know if 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 he doesn't have success here again in the play, like this is a really important playoffs probably for a lot of re- if they have success in the playoffs, mm-hmm. I think it goes a long way in in helping convince Johnny that this is the place to win a cup. And the place to be, and like it's just another reason. But if they lose in the first round, even though he's oh, a big yeah. part of, the, if if he's a, he's a big part of the reason why they would lose. But if they lose, it's just like man, I don't know. I, there's what's the incentive? Like he can make, yeah. he can make four more four million more less tax. Like because because like on the UFA free, he can make probably twelve million dollars. Absolutely, he could. Like, yeah, yeah. Like he's he, he's going to be a hard contender this year. He's over hundred points. He's only like five six points back of. Of McJesus up north, you know, who's making 12 and a half. So, yeah, he can make 12. He's not the same player. I'm not saying that, but like they're kind of, you know, you could justify that he could get paid that much. So, Kachuk's mm-hmm. an RFA though, right? Or is he a UFA as well? He's an RFA. Yeah. So we have a m- yeah. bit more control. 
maybe they just do the one year nine million. That wouldn't be too too bad. Yeah, um, well, I'd I'd like to have him sign for longer than that. At me, least me I mean, me too. But like you know, we, we might just have to do that just to keep the cap down because I think he would sign for more. Yeah, if we signed the longer term, and like obviously that would stir a lot of rumors about him wanting to leave and stuff. But like it could just be a cap thing. Like if you if you save a million dollars on on Kachuk's contract, that's not insignificant with our current situation. You know that could be the True. difference between keeping like a Zadorov or a good Branson or not. You know, like it's kind of uh, something we have to consider because I like I honestly I want to keep the team as close to what it is now as as possible because we've been so good this year. Like. It, and I don't see why they couldn't be as good or not or better next year. With yeah, another year under yeah. Sutter, right? With another year under Sutter, <coughs> um, hopefully with you know uh, a better version of Sean Monahan. Whether that means we trade him for someone that we can use, or he comes back actually healthy, which is pretty, you know, he's um, done. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we keep him on LTIR, you know? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, he's hurt. He's, uh, surgery went bad. You know, it's, yeah. uh, we, oh, we just, can't, we just can't, can't possibly keep him. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't yeah, we can bad. only... Yeah, keep in mind that we're we're only at this point because, um, you know, we're, we're burying Sean's contract on LTIR. Um, even with that, yeah, we do have $4 million in cap space, but, you know... He's making six, so um, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, like it's there's we we have work to do. <laughs> there's yeah, luck, luck, luckily, Manjapane is. Uh, I mean, lucky and unlucky. We talked about it earlier in the year, mm-hmm. but if if he had scored forty or fifty, we'd be in a pickle. We'd be losing. Oh, we'd be yeah, we'd be tough. And and the thing is, we're we're still winning without him scoring all that much, right? Um, oh, so, the first line, first line is yeah, but but that, no, no that you know, I it I I don't like coming up with ex, like you know with um what what's the word I'm looking for? I I don't want to uh make arguments against Manjapani getting paid, but we are still winning despite him not scoring goals. So that's going to hurt him in the arbitration hearings. Uh, you know, the fact that the team is still winning despite him, you know, taking oh. 10, 15 games off <laughs> at a time. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, like he, he, he scored 30, but like he, like, same thing as it's kind of similar to Johnny way back in 2018, but way worse, right? Like he did most of his damage when the games, let's be honest, weren't as important. He went goal per game, and then he's been the streakiest scorer, and like basically on pace to be like a t- less than twenty goal scorer in the remaining of the season. And he doesn't get a lot of points either. Like he only has forty five points, despite. Watch, I don't know exactly how many he has, but around there, uh, forty nine. Okay, yeah, fifty points, mm-hmm. but despite having thirty goals for the last twenty five, you know, games or so, yeah, or around thirty goals, like he. He doesn't get a lot of assists, and like he's a smaller player and gets knocked down a lot. Still, he's been better, but mm-hmm. and he's super streaky. So, yeah, he's I mean, not gonna he he's does, not gonna command a, a 
a 30 goal scorer contract. I don't think he does do a lot of the dirty work, which could be the reason why he doesn't get many assists. Cause he does get, he gets a third assist he, or the fourth assist. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's down low digging out for pucks yeah. and making it difficult for Absolutely. the opposition. And, and I, that's where he, that's where he shines. Yeah. Um, I love, I love, I love him as a player. I want to yeah, keep absolutely. him desperately. Absolutely. I'm just, you know, trying to be like <laughs> the Brad, bad tree living i guess in this scenario yes where i'm like look there's this this and this and this and this and this which you don't have get people paid so we're not going to pay you as much <laughs> as you think you deserve because you have a yeah. 30 goals beside your name you know that's kind of a i don't think yeah. he's a, genuinely a 30 goal scorer right now i, I don't i don't yeah i think i think if we could get him <clears throat> signed to something similar like in between Tafoli and lindholm that would be perfect like yeah. a four million dollar, maybe four or five year deal. Um, yeah, that'd be perfect. Even if we have to bridge him again, that'd be fine. Yeah. Two years. Yeah. Like give us two years. We lose what? Like Lucic's contract. We lose. We lose a bunch of dead weight. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. And uh, makes it we can start to rebuild this team properly, not with horrible, horrible contracts weighing us down on the bottom end which is how we're built right now it's a miracle we're even competitive to be honest because we have yeah, but uh, milan lucic isn't a dead weight let's let's not you know <laughs> he like, has we... been for the last half of the season yes I, he's <laughs> it's the intangibles my friend milan oh, brings the intangibles intangibles you got to score intangible to win hockey games <laughs> Well, he chips in every now and then. He's got more goals than Sean Monahan does. Oh, <laughs> bad comparison, Grant. <laughs> that's, that's, that says the other dead weight is six million dollars <laughs> compared to kids. Hey, he's only three oh. points away from career high in Calgary. All right, he's got just career high points in Calgary is twenty three points. Yeah, no, he's fine as like a million to two million dollar player but he makes yeah. at the end of the day five and a quarter so yeah. does backland and like look you combine backland lucic and monahan's contracts that's yeah. 17 million dollars yeah that's the money that's that we need a quarter to pay. of your cap almost yes that is the money we need to use to pay johnny and kachuk yes. yeah you so, want that yeah you want that money on your top end like you yes. can fill up your bottom end with rookies and other stuff and they can learn how to play and you know tighten up their minutes but we're bottom heavy like at the end of the day we're bottom heavy like it's 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 weird that we're winning and it's because johnny and kachuk have been basically elite <laughs> and Lindholm yeah. too. and markstrom for a so hey how about this what if if i were brad tree living i would why you know this is what i do i i would I would bring that up to them, right? Like, you know, we've we've got these contracts um, that are expiring in two years, right? Like, Michael Backlund's not for another two after this. Um, but next year, or after next year, Milan Lucic's 5-2-5 is coming off. Uh, and then we're going to try to trade Sean's contract or stick him on long-term IR because he likely won't be back. We could maybe trade Backlund, but we have all this money that's going to be coming off the books. Maybe we sign you guys, Johnny and Kachuk, to identical one- or two-year contracts, and then after that, we give you the pay raise that you deserve. You know what I mean? Like, at that point. Like, we'll give you pay raise now, but then another pay raise is coming further down the line. Yeah, it'd be an interesting car, like especially in Kachuk's world. 
Yeah. Like, I think that would be super tempting for Kachuk to just sign the qualifying offer at yes. this point. Yes. Like, there's a lot of benefits for it. Like, he still gets a $2 million raise. He, he, I think his contract is $9 million next year. Yes. For that qualifying offer. So that's one year you suffer. Oh, suffer. $9 million. <laughs> but, but then next year, you know, he can make over 10. Now, if he yeah. has another good year with Johnny, hopefully at the helm. Yeah. Uh, making whatever the same nine and a half or whatever, 10, if, if, if want to go or, or 11 or whatever it is. Um, I think we could pay Johnny more if we lose Sean Monaghan. I think there's a world where Brad would like to keep Sean Monaghan, like realistically, because I think Brad li- likes Sean as a player. I mean, we all like Sean as a player, but he's no longer that player. Yeah, I know. I just don't. That's, yeah, that's the I tough agree. thing, right? Yeah, that I don't is know the tough how. Thing. I don't know how we can keep him or justify keeping him after after his year. Because yeah. the same thing is going to happen next year. He's going to might have a good twenty games and then. But it's not just this last year. It's it's the last two. It's the last three. Yeah, last three. Yeah, last four. Last yeah. It's right. Like four years ago, he had eighty two points. That was his his best. You know, that was his best year. But then after that, 48, the year after that, 28, this year, 23, like, you know, it's just, and then minus 16, minus six, minus 15. It's just, you know, it's, it's, it's not a good look, especially when Johnny is plus 50, whatever. I think he's plus, uh, let me look, plus 56, I think, or something, plus 54. Like that is ridiculous, man. Yeah, they've been good. Five on plus, plus fifty six. Yeah, yeah. I think they're one, two, and three in the in the league right now. That whole line, which is tells you how good they've been. Five on five. Yeah, which is basically dominant. They can they dominate anyone if they get the puck out of the zone. Because that's their one, I would say, weakness. If they mm-hmm. get the puck out of the zone, uh, watch like dangerous. They could be very dangerous because they can they can cycle it with Kachuk on that line and Lindholm on that line. They can score off the rush. I think that was a big problem with 2018. We could only score off the rush. Yeah. But this this line, this rendition is capable of cycling to score, I would say. Yeah, I, I have noticed our, our cycle game has has gone has gone to another level. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I think that has a lot to do with obviously Daryl's coaching style, uh, but also just the players buying in, right? Understanding their roles. Uh, knowing what's expected of them and just putting their heads down and doing it. Uh, and even Johnny Gaudreau has, has, has taken that in. And, you know, during that in- interview with his, with his parents, um, you know, he even said right off the hop, everybody was saying, Oh, Johnny's going to have a hard time with, with Daryl Sutter, a hard nosed coach. He's going to have a hard time uh, uh, yeah. getting to, to work in his system. But that was the way he coached when, Johnny was younger. That was the way yeah. Guy coached him when he was a, like, obviously nobody would know that other than Guy and, and the people that were on the team. But, um, you know, that, that Johnny has responded well. And, um, you know, hopefully that means that he sees Daryl Sutter being in Calgary long-term as a good reason for him to stay because he knows that Daryl will bring the best out of Johnny Gaudreau. Yeah, I found this so interesting because uh, it just it, it really reminds me that as Flame fans, we really are we don't know everything. <laughs> as fans in general, hockey fans, like there's so much behind the scenes. 
mm-hmm. behind players' motivations. We really can just guess and and hope we are right. But um, there's a lot of information that we're not a privy to. Because um, Johnny definitely would have known that about Sutter. He would have known that him coming in and would have talked to his parents about it. And there would have been all these things, right? So, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, I don't know. it's very interesting. It's very exciting. Yeah time exciting indeed very much so yes the the playoffs are starting soon we've only got what a handful of games left Mm -hmm. um yeah less than less than 10 so we've got nine games left uh including tonight's game against the vegas golden knights uh predictions before we end the party oh it's gonna be a playoff game vegas is uh fighting for their life uh i think the flames are gonna be bring their a game tonight i have a feeling like they know what this game means to them, and they know it's also a measuring stick game. Yeah, you better believe it. Even though they're not in the playoffs, they know that the Knights are still legit. Like if they make it, they're a contender. Absolutely, 100%. instantly, instantly. Uh, very dangerous. Like very, very. Vegas is a dangerous team. Like Vegas could. I would be shitting my pants if I was Colorado right now. <laughs> I would be really. Well, could you bad? Like if they pull Vegas first round, they are going to be mad. <laughs> Because they could lose to Vegas very easily, could lose to Vegas um, at a hundred million, of course. But um, yes. so predictions, yeah, close game. Uh, I'm say three two, three two league. Flames win overtime. Johnny three Gaudreau. two overtime. Yeah, Johnny so you're gonna give him a point. Winner. Johnny Gaudreau scores the game winner, and I'm gonna say. Um, we're going to see a goal from Nandre Pane because he's streaky as hell. And he scored last game, so he's going to score again. And Michael Backlund. Michael Backlund. Yeah. First line has a bad, not bad night, but they don't get a point until the overtime. Until overtime. Shit. Yep. Heard it here in the overtime, eh? Yeah, I'm well. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't care if Vegas makes the playoffs. We're not going to play them. <laughs> I don't think we might. What if no, we do though? No, there's. I don't think so. They would have to catch. They would have to catch Nashville, which is even harder. Well, they're only four points back. Game in hand. Yeah, the game in hand doesn't really mean anything though. They have it means, to win. It means everything. everything. They have to win that game. But Nashville's a pretty good team too. Yeah, I, just, I'm not excited go, about playing Nashville. Just go points no, percentage, you know, like uh, points percentage based. Like, yeah, they're in trouble. They're in trouble. Yes. All right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say. So yes, you're right. It's gonna be playoff style. But I'm gonna say five three Flames with the empty net. Um, Johnny's gonna get the hat trick because I need him to get a hat trick mm. because freaking McKinnon. We're just talking about Colorado. Got a five-point night yesterday. <laughs> and he's destroying me this week in the playoffs. Playoffs, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Three players last night got my opponent 20 points. So, yeah, I'm uh, I'm down big. So I need, uh, I need a big game from Johnny Gaudreau. I need a, a hat trick at least either in the goal department or in the in the apple department. Goals would be better because they're worth more, but that's fine too. But I'm I'm predicting a five three victory, uh, in regulation, empty net goal for the fifth goal. Um, Johnny with three, 
yeah, I think Manji's going to score. I think, uh, yeah, I, I have a good feeling about that. I, I, I like that prediction, so I'll, I'll stick with that. Coleman needs to score too, so I'm going to say Coleman gets the, um, the empty netter. Okay, that's what I'm going to go with. Yeah. So sorry, what was the score? Five three. Five three. Five three. Three for Johnny, one for Manji. Coleman with the empty netter. Bring your right mom. On. Bring your mom. Bring your mom. Big game. You know, I just before we log off. Yeah. Um, Vegas could catch the Kings. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there you go. Uh, they have yeah. Two they're only three points on the Kings. Oh my goodness! Their points percentage are very similar, and the Kings. How are did you sliding. miss that? Kings are sliding. Well, I wouldn't mind How them playing the Kings because uh, then they play Edmonton, <laughs> and then Edmonton would lose in the first round. <laughs> yeah, but then we have to play them the next round. Oh, you're gonna have to play them eventually. Get out of the first round. Like, look, look like you get out of the first round, you have to play a good team. That's that's inevitable. To be but. honest, I think Nashville and Dallas are better teams than Edmonton and Los Angeles. I know the points don't say it. I mean, they're they're pretty similar, actually. 89 points and 90 Edmonton, for Edmonton, Edmonton's 88 good. for Dallas and LA. So. Edmonton, Edmonton has the has the weapons. That's the thing. You know, they could you know. that's gonna mean nothing in the playoffs. It, they're not a playoff team. Yeah, I'd agree. They're not a playoff team. I agree. They haven't they shown yet. A playoff team. I'm telling you right now, they got no goalies. All that's, you gotta do is, problem. that's a problem. All you got to do, all you got to do is slow down McDavid and, and dry sidle. Yeah. And which is in the playoffs. they're done. Yeah. That's it. Good night. I mean, they lost pretty bad to the Minnesota wild last game. Yeah, they did. They got their faces pounded in. Yeah. Koskinen got smoked. Yeah. No, they're, they're yeah, I agree. They're in, they're in trouble, but I like, I think, like, look, if you have the, uh, I see what you're saying. Like, you want to play Edmonton or the Kings in the second round, I guess. Yes. But the Kings need to pick it up. Then they got to win pretty pretty ball. They should probably win. Try to win their last six games here <laughs> to give themselves a good good chance. Hundred points would probably keep them in that spot. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. I mean, you know, the Kings are a hard team to play against too. Uh, I honestly, yeah, injuries catching up with them though lately. Yeah, like they're so they're hurt. They're yeah, yeah. Dowdy's out for well, he's out for the rest of the season with a that, I, I mean, that, that's probably just killing him too. I mean, god oh, damn, that youthful enthusiasm only takes you so far. Yeah, at, the, at this point in the year, like you can only outwork better skilled teams for so long. Like that works once or twice, but once teams pick up on it, like similar to the the Flames when Johnny kind of first came back, like they were outworking a lot of teams, but uh, like the skill-wise, they just don't have the, the legs right now. Yeah. Well, they don't have enough on the back end either. And No. Like, yeah. They're... Cal Peterson is still pretty green. Jonathan Quick is old. I mean, it's it's uh, it's a lot to expect out of uh, out of a team like that. So, yeah, um, yeah. And their number one defenseman is out long term. So, I mean, yeah, I, I feel for Drew Doughty though. I mean, I mean, that's uh, it I is too like bad. I, I miss playoff <laughs> Doughty. Yeah, I mean, he's a good player. You know, it's just you know they just had this beef with with I, the media up played that out more than I think what it was. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I think uh, it would be fun to, to have Calgary Edmonton in the second round, though. Yeah, it would be good. 
Yeah. I want to play them again. Yeah, that would be exciting. It would hurt when we lost, though, if we <laughs> lost. That's okay. Like, you can't be scared. You know, you got to. True. True. Got to risk it for the biscuit. You got to be good teams to win. You got to be bad teams to win. <laughs> <laughs> so... True. Very, very true. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, that all starts with uh, another big game against the divisional rivals, um, Vegas Golden Knights tonight. Expect playoff hockey. Uh, expect a big game. Uh, I'm expecting a win in regulation for the Flames. Chris, again, overtime victory for the Flames, and we'll see who wins out. So until next time, we will catch you guys soon. Go Flames, go. This is Grant Chung and Chris signing off. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.